Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And speaking of traveling the world, we're currently exploring northern Philippines, enjoying the delicious food, the amazing sights, and the friendly people. And we're documenting all of this on our Daddy Blogger World Tour at daddyblogger.com. So make sure you check it out for a lot of pictures, videos, blog posts, and more. And we're continuing our podcast series. One of the things I love to do is interview fellow authors. And I have one on the show here today. And he's actually a friend of a friend. Uh, so I have a friend who I interviewed on my show named Ezio. Uh, she's a great illustrator. And uh, Ezio actually said, why don't you interview some of the authors I work with? So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So I've been interviewing, like she's worked with like uh, at least like five to 10 authors. So I've already done two or three interviews and I have uh, another amazing author on the show here today. He's not just an author. He is the creator of an entire movement to bring peace. And uh, we're going to be talking about his big project and also his book. Uh, he has plans to turn his book into a feature film as well. So super excited to cover this whole topic of how uh, you can uh, create a book, how, how you can leverage the book into creating apparel and accessories, even turning your book into a feature film, and of course, turning your book into an entire movement. So super excited to invite up our guest here on the show. His name is Stuart Marriott. He is the author of The 2000th Warrior, The 2000th Warrior, and uh, he's also the founder of uh, Weapons for Peace, For Peace Wear, and much more. So Stuart, how are you doing today, my friend? <laughs> Thank you for that uh, prelog. Uh, I'm doing very well. I appreciate you taking the time to uh, um, have me on this platform uh, and to discuss sort of all these different things that, that you're um, that you're doing and, and that that we're doing with these different. Yeah, no, it's definitely an honor and a privilege to interview uh, other authors. Want to apologize if there's any Wi-Fi hiccups. Unfortunately, life as a digital nomad means you're never going to have perfect Wi-Fi. You're relying like today. I happen to be in a hotel, and I think a lot of people might be on the internet at the same time watching Netflix and YouTube. So it affects my ability to do my podcast. So apologies if we have any hiccups here. Uh, but uh, Stuart, why don't we get to know you a little bit better before we get into uh, your mission and your book? We like to get to know the person we're interviewing. So share with us a little bit about yourself, your family, your work, and more. Sure. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm uh, born in Dallas, Texas, of all places. Uh, I'm five generations Texan on my mom's side. On my family. Uh, from Utah. Um, and then what my dad's... Uh, well, my grandfather, I'm Russell Stewart Merritt III, his, his book started the uh, um, hotel companies in the world now. Uh, so, yeah, so they moved back east, even though they had come from, you know, they joined Mormon uh, in England, came, moved out west, only to end up going back east and, and doing the hotel business. So, <laughs> that's, uh, that's more me. I'm uh, on girls, we share that in common. We are on the connection. I know you're saying it's a, it maybe it maybe a little bit in though. Yeah, yeah. So sorry for the connection here. Uh, so I, I want to hear a little bit about your mission. Firstly, you have a big mission about peace, and uh, you know, like uh, you've turned that into a whole bunch of different things, like your social media, your book, uh, your accessories, uh, shirts and mugs, and more, and uh, of course, a feature film that's come uh, coming. 
tell us about the origin. How did this start? And tell us about the, the okay. history and the vision. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, so like, so I'm from Texas. I had a child. Had some interesting aspects to it that's taken me for a lot of my life. That's why I'm such a fan of what you do with being a daddy blogger and being such a good father. Uh, my my parents pretty strict. Very type A. Um, if I got an A in school, I should have gotten an A plus. If I came in second in the gymnastics meet, I should got first. Now, very, very Bay uh, family, high achievers. Um, and, and so because of that, you know, there was lots of things, lots of disciplinary things I experienced that I tried to pass on, breaking chains, breaking the bad chains and trying to forge better chains. I got a lot of good, but there was there were some pretty rough things. Uh, like the corporal punishment, if we didn't do certain things, we got a pretty pretty severe beatings, actually, believe it or not, as a kid. So, <laughs> so. Uh, that got me thinking of the world and how all the world and, and so, yeah, so, you know, because of, of sort of those things in my it was, it's sort of mental programming, I've had to reprogram myself to see the world as a safe place, to see the world as a, as a friendly place. Um, and so I've done a lot of meditation, prayer work, positive self-talk, um, and all these things back into the narrow uh, imagery that we're using. A broken arrow is a sign of peace from the indigenous uh, tribes of North America. That's a broken and crossed arrow, which means in friendship. And so it got me thinking, how can I influence others? I've been so blessed to be able to have mentors help me get rid of my angers, self-doubts, and how can I help others and, and kind of make a, for, a forum that others can share best practices. And that's really what it is. So Right now it's 46,000 uh, all over different social media, um, Facebook, Twitter, everything, and several different sub-accounts. And that's what got us the four piece where, um, and that's what we're doing. So it's like a kid's four piece standing for peace, which when you think about the idea of bullying um, and you think, okay, you know how the, in the 80s it was like mothers and drunk drivers. Met. You know, it's like these acronyms and you're, you're going against drunk drivers. You're going against alcoholism. You're going against... and philosophy that we've taken from other Trisa, from Calcutta and it's funny that the, uh, the illustrator for this book is that she lives in Calcutta uh, our mutual friend she actually lives in Calcutta so it's so interesting how that worked out but she I'm a huge Mother Teresa fan and so she would only go to peace rallies she would never go to an anti-war rally so what we're doing is trying to offer a platform for peace bullying goes away when you live with kindness compassion tolerance and respect bullies kind of you know any power over you it goes into victor frankl's thought process a, a psychologist that survived auschwitz we focus on what we want we don't really give attention to what we don't want and you know christ talked about it as agree with thine enemy quickly um, you know don't giving any resistance to, to things that you don't want so and it, it goes into like christian principles it goes into buddhist principles it's, it's like a lot of it's sort of like almost bruce lee too become water well you know i know international trust where circumstances were out of your control and instead of fighting against it maybe you went with it and you got a better result so that's a, kind of a mouth yeah thank you for sharing the history and the vision i love what you're doing of course i'm a huge supporter and i love your whole um you know uh, paradigm about focus on what you're for 
rather than what you're against. So definitely, uh, you know, a, a great approach to what you're doing here. Uh, fighting for peace against, against, instead of against war, against bullying. So, yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to fight for peace? So uh, who doesn't want to create a movement around peace? So definitely a big advocate of what you're doing. Uh, so let's say here uh, from uh, the big vision you have, you've turned it into different products and services, including your book. Uh, so let's talk sure. about the book itself. It's called The 2000th Warrior. Okay. Uh, tell us about the book, uh, the origin, the title. I think the title itself, people will be curious, what does that mean? Uh, so tell us about the origin of the book idea and what the book is about, Stuart. Okay, yeah, thanks. Uh, and thank you for your kind words about the movement. Like I said, this is very, very grassroots. Me and my wife, Kelly, I can't credit. She's, she's my co-author on the book as well as Kelly. So I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that, you know, she came up with the logo for the Broken Arrow. It was all her, her doing, really. So I, I was just more of like an idea guy with stuff. And then she, she was the other half of all that, like the yin and yang thing. So I would be, uh, you know, remiss to mention that on, the, on this show. So what this, this book uh, is about a character, Yatu. Uh, his name's Yatu Alu. Um, this is the character that we're able to come up with. Um, and so kind of what happens with him is, is he's, he lives inside of a village. Um, you know, it's the 2000 warrior. You don't have front teeth. You can't say the 2000. That's what my wife is giving me grief. She's like, you can't name it 2000. That's too hard to say. <laughs> so, how many of you got your dentures? In? <laughs> you could say it. I was just, I'm giving her a hard time. So, but definitely, um, this character, he lives in a village. And sort of the first page sort of shows like the village, uh, you know, the people and stuff. And, you know, the vision of our artist came up with some of these really colorful images. And so when he's born, on the very same day he's born, the village bears their weapons for peace, all of the warriors. And so in the village, it's, it's similar to Iroquois. So we met the five Iroquois, the Mohawk, the Oneida, and the dog. Um, I don't bore you with the details, but they, they had hundreds of years of war in the Northeast. United States. And they covered a map, the Lake Superior. They covered a huge region in the Great in the, in the North America, and a lot of North American history comes from the Iroquois. And studied the Iroquois and said, if nations uh, could stand for peace, our thirteen colonies should be able to stand for peace. So it goes into American history. Well, of Benjamin Franklin studying Iroquois, they have what they call um, wampums is what they call it, which is actually codes of ethics amongst one on mind, good heart, and having good um, relations with others. So a lot of that is sort of in this book. Um, I'm not going to lie, I stole some ideas from here. We, we have, every time you see the word faith, it's covered in green. When you see fear, it's red. So there's a lot of ideas. I don't know if you can see, but it's, it's, it shows up as red. Um, when, when you see the fear, it shows up as red. So I wanted a lot of visual things. Some of the things that I was going to do in the book, we didn't include. Maybe in the next book, we will. But I think uh, I like to show children um, and expand the minds of children. Uh, you know, if you can think like a kid, you can maybe serve children and you can help them. If you've forgotten what it's like to be a kid, then maybe uh, in the next life, <laughs> you'll remember. <laughs> so, so that's where this, this character, he's, he's full of here. His goes off with a lot of back uh, had buried their weapons. The dad's captured, um, or you know we don't really know what happens to him. In the second book, I'm kind of giving away some of it here. Um, 
But in the second book, we're going to go ahead and we're going to meet Yatu's father, who actually is actually captured. Um, and so he doesn't have a dad that he knows. He's never known his father. He only knows his mother. And we call his mother uh, in, the, in the, the book, his mother's name is Kind Mother. And so, so Yatsu, you know, he, he does lots of things. He goes and fetches water. He's very worried. He can't, he can't reconcile what would happen if we're attacked, you know. So he's thinking all the time, what would happen if our village was attacked? We don't have warriors. Everyone's buried their weapons. And, and it goes into the idea, is peace mightier than war? Uh, can we do away with the nuclear weapons that we have? Should North Korea get rid of them? Should we get rid of ours? It goes into lots of deeper questions uh, that, that we deal with as a society, but on a very, uh, on a child level. So on the child level, Yatsu is worried. He's wondering who's going to save us from attack. And so you know, how can we have peace when other people don't agree with the idea of peace? So he goes through a journey. He gets bullied a lot. Uh, there's a section here where he, he, gets, he gets tied to a tree. Uh, I, 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 like, I like the idea of trees and nature. A story for children. Uh, believe it or not, when I was a guy and I was really the tree forts. I don't know if you, uh, you know, can, anyone can relate to this. I was all about climbing trees and being a tree fort. So as as a as a way to escape this character, Yatu actually literally goes up, climbs up in a tree, and becomes friends with an owl and a squirrel, and so he ends up creating a little world for himself. It's kind of like uh, if you think about you know the world as we know it and escaping re the reality of the world. Uh, as people, we do that all the time, right? So people escape reality through either drinking alcohol to get rid of problems, compensating for lack by, you know, some type of addiction. Well, Yatsu's addiction is he gets addicted to living and escaping the bullies. Instead of being able to be have courage facing the bullies head on, he, he runs up and hides in a tree. For, we don't, in my mind, he's there for actually a full season because the leaves change in the tree. And then the leaves drop off. So by the time a full season has passed, he he's had a lot of time. I think he's he become friends with two animals, a squirrel and an owl, and and he's he's kind of like now ready to embrace his hero's journey. So that's kind of a lot of the book. I hope it you know it's kind of a look. It's sixty four pages. A lot of children's books. I know Doctor Seuss would stay in the fifty range, the forty range, and lots of people do like the twenty. It cuts down costs and you know kids' attention spans can be short. However, um, we wanted to tell a, a, a good enough story where people can relate to the character. Kids can actually see the, the faith he expresses and the, the journey he, he has to go and embrace faith. Because really, if you look at life, if you look at like your brain as, as, a, as a, a cup, you can either put in faith or you can put in fear. They can't go in, they can't go in your spirit or your brain at the same time. Either you on our, uh, in our in our spirits, and so with him, he's had he's had fear for such a long time. Finally, when faith goes in, you know, he he has an interest. You you have to I guess read the book to find out what happens. But uh, you know, so he does definitely go through a, a journey. His mom is there for him when when the bullies are there. The mom comes to him every night and tells him stories how to build his faith. So that's kind of it. And you know, like I said, it hopefully it ends up being three successful books. Uh, we want to get to know him, and when he goes off uh, on his next journey, uh, we'll know more about him. Hopefully, if 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 uh, we get a chance to do the second book.
Yeah, no, I definitely think the, the idea of the series is a great, uh, you know, uh, initiative. Right when you, uh, if you're thinking of doing kids' books, don't just write the one book, but create an entire series because that creates anticipation, excitement for what's to come. I love all your creativity in terms of, like, putting the text in different colors when you have fear or faith. And I love the whole uh, deeper question element as well. So it's not just a kid's book, but there's these deeper life, political, economic, global questions as well. So you've done a phenomenal job. And of course, uh, you know, uh, the key is to build up kids with peace from the get-go so they don't become broken adults who break other adults, right? So it all starts with the children. So yeah, I definitely think you're onto amazing uh, path here. And uh, you also, uh, you know, just through our conversations, you mentioned this book is actually a precursor to a feature film. Um, so tell us about that. How is that going to look like uh, in terms of the actual vision you have for a film, uh, which this book is based on? Okay, sure. Yeah, thanks for uh, your compliments. You're, you're very kind. Um, so, so 10 years ago, I had a prayer and meditation. This is just, I know it sounds uh, maybe like made up or I don't know what, but, you know, I'm pretty straight about my life and, and I have to be very uh, transparent uh, or, you know, it's like, it's, it's hard to connect with people. If you see, if, if people are really good about, they have like what's called BS detector, usually like your tone of voice within a few seconds, your tone of voice, people can tell if you're full of crap or not, generally speaking. Uh, like my, my lawyer for the project, he, he's a Eisenhut. He's a fantastic super lawyer. If you Google him, uh, he's never lost a case in litigation. And what he does, his approach, he tells his customers, you know, just tell the truth. Let me, let me handle the details. Please just tell the truth. And so he's, he's one of my inner circle for, for the film. I look at like your five. Five friends, where are they going up, down, left, or right? He's one of my five friends in my inner circle. Of course, my wife is, is my rock. Um, and so when it comes to these kinds of practices, I, I had a kind of a waking vision um, where everything just downloaded in my mind for the movie. Like all the characters, if you can see behind me, uh, the main character, it, it's, it, he actually comes from the destruction of the Tower of Babel. So there's like a biblical aspect dad in this picture i don't know if you can see up above but i might be blocking it but um i hope the story in north america we've interjected um a, a babylonian character which would be mel gibson he has two children so they're mixed babylonian and north american indigenous which would whatever tribe that was at the time maybe it was uh you know the Cree or the iroquois and so we've kind of taken a story a slice of a story that it's a true story from the Iroquois tribe. We back in a timeline instead of a thousand years ago, we moved it back five thousand years ago. So we can kind of do what we want with the story, but it does sense uh, for for how I see it as as showing that peace is mightier than war. Um, you know, you, you may be familiar with Mel Gibson's film Hacksaw Ridge. He did a Dead Dawes story. Uh, it was a 